0: Well, you should. I'm Christy Lister.
1: And I'm Jillian Bass, and you just clicked on Happy is a New Pretty Podcast. Welcome.
0: How is everybody today?
1: I'm doing pretty good. How are you, Christy?
0: Good. We had a little technical Christy issues, <laughs> Christy technical issues. But it's our second episode, and we're sitting in the room together. I know, and this is awesome. I think that's what made it a little awkward. Yes. Not awkward, but I'm not used to that. You're not on my my Zoom. Dream, right? Yeah, yes. yeah. So we're excited today because... One, it's mental wellness month, and it's so important to find a positive in every negative, right? I mean, that's how we get through. It's resiliency, strength. It builds us and keeps us going, gives us no other option.
1: Absolutely. Because there are going to be bad stuff all the time. Yeah. Different levels of it. We just got to learn how to deal with it, right? Yep. And learn to react, learn to act before we react. Yes, that's good. Yeah. So I know we interviewed me last week. Yes. And we heard your story and all the Trials and tribulations. Some of them, of course, because our our lives are filled with many, right? Yes. Entertainment to come. Yes. <laughs> if you can't laugh at yourself, you can't laugh. Absolutely.
0: I tripped today at a meeting. <laughs> <then> <laughs> somebody looks back. and like, she starts laughing. I'm like, you aren't supposed to see that.
1: <laughs> right. If you just laugh, they, you know, yeah. just laugh with you. <laughs>
0: That's all you got to do. And it gets that, that good juices moving inside Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Agree. Yeah. So I know we... We obviously have come up with this podcast, so that's our last plug of we have a great podcast.
1: Yes. And obviously, hopefully you like it because you're back, right? Yes. Yes.
0: However, we're still getting to know each other. Well, we know each other. Yes. Our audience and the importance of knowing and having an open conversation. And feeling comfortable with us. Right. we want to be your friend. We want to be your outlet and ally. And give you tools that you might not have thought of and tools that we won't have thought of but we'll learn from our guests. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to that for sure. I know, me too. I'm always like, oh, I wish I had a big bag and just put all the knowledge in it.
1: Yes. And Maybe we'll just write up. them all up and write them all over, right? That's a good idea.
0: Dry erase walls. That's cool.
1: Chalkboard even. Yeah. Make a mess. Exactly. <laughs> like our lives sometimes, I mean, right? They're a mess sometimes. You're in this room, you see. <laughs> it's organized chaos. I like That's that. Right. That's right. how I say my life is. Organized chaos. Yes. Agreed. Yes.
0: Agreed. And if it wasn't that way, I don't know what I would do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. You just have to roll with it. Exactly. So let's, let's get a little serious. Yep.
0: Now you went through some things over the past year. Yes. That truly affected you that you had not gone through before. Never. And it affected, and you were with your family at the time. So as we talk about it, you're with your family at the time. Yep. Yep but it affected each one of you differently. It hundred percent did. And I think that's an important point as we talk through, because everything affects people differently depending on where they are in their life or where they are in their mindset at that moment. And it's going to change all the time.
1: hundred percent. I think we talked on our last episode, there could be 10 people in the room and all 10 of us could react to something completely different. Right. Right. And you had your boys with you. I did. I have, I'm a mama. I have a boy, two boys, four-year-old and 11-year-old. So nice big age gap
0: permanent babysitter
1: yes not yet not yet no. <laughs> they fight still like they're you know toddlers next to each other so it doesn't matter what the age gap is you're I think gonna it's have the it same sex yeah
0: child whenever because my boys were that way i'm like i don't know who's dying today or if anybody is yeah and and what i'm gonna do if that happens yes the, uh, the fighting yes yeah. so
1: yes i relate if you got kids at home it's chaos all the time
0: boys are so much easier than girls though i
1: heard when they're older i heard that happens when they get a yeah. little bit older
0: The boys? Oh, I thought they were easier.
1: Even as an adult, (laughs) yeah. (sighs) Okay, all the way through.
0: (laughs) I will take that. They don't hold grudges. Women, girls hold grudges. I agree, and I
1: don't like that. We have a lot more emotions sometimes too. Yeah, it's so hormonal. Spread them a little bit more, and we talk about our emotions. I know we've talked about that sometimes. The male just doesn't feel like they can share their feelings and nope. But we're changing that. Yeah, as I was going to say, let's change that one male at a time, right? That's right.
0: <laughs> Preferably the ones that live in this house.
1: Right. <laughs> I'll take in <it laughs> my house as well.
0: All right. See, it's starting place for everybody. Absolutely. But to be more serious, yep. last summer,
1: you're a baseball mom. I am. Baseball is our life right now. Right. My boy um, Mason, who is 11, he is in travel baseball and we had a travel game very close to home, which is why it's, I think, hit me a little bit even harder right. um, last summer. And it's just a crazy, like, even talking about it now, this is what triggered me to go to therapy finally. I've dealt with stress and anxiety and panic attacks my whole life kind of thing. And I've learned how to deal with it because I really didn't even know what it was a thing until, you know, later in life when it actually really affected me. Right. Um, so we, long story short, we were in, um, just finished up a game local, very close by a park that's literally 10 minutes from our house. And we were walking to the car like, you know, we would. Boys had to stop to use the bathroom. There's porta-potties there. Um, They went in there. All of a sudden, we started hearing these um, sound like fireworks. And I will throw it out there. I've never heard a gunshot. I've never been exposed to it. I was not, you know, I wasn't married to a police officer. I know you were very, you know, similar to that. So that was nothing I've ever experienced before. So at first, I was like, oh, my goodness, is somebody – hitting, shooting fireworks off. Right. And then you glanced, I glanced to my left and I realized, oh my goodness, there's a group of kids, bunch of kids, I call them because they're younger than me, literally shooting at each other in our view, in the parking lot, not far from where we are.
0: And that's a horrifying view oh. in general. Yes. Because that's live ammunition. Yes. That's not BB guns. No. And they were intentionally. Trying to harm each other. Right. Yes. Right.
1: Yes. Yes. So my mother instinct kicked in. I started panicking a little bit, but the only thing is we're at a park. There's nothing really around. There was no buildings open. So I remember screaming to both my boys again, one was 3 and one was 11 at the time, just like, get behind the porta-potties. And so that, like, was something that triggered me. Um, they hid behind there. There was one other family with us, so their kids weren't behind the porta-potties too. One of the, You know, the adults ran to the car real fast. The other adults grabbed the cars to get the kids in there to a more safe place. Um, but, oh, my goodness, it literally... After, thankfully, I will say, they we got it out safely. There was, um, after we drove away, once we, we called the police, we were the ones that actually contacted the police because we were only, like, one of six other people there besides the kids hurting each other. And we contacted police. They drove away, you know. So basically, we were um, the people who had to tell about the story. Once we got my kids to safety, we drove away. And, oh, it was, I still feel like I'm starting to feel anxiety right now just thinking about it. Right. Just the, oh, the horror, the sadness, Um, My oldest does not know, and hopefully he doesn't hear this podcast, but one of the people actually did end up passing away. We drove away. We saw a car sitting there and what looked like a body, but we told my son that it wasn't. And unfortunately, we found out the next morning that somebody basically was murdered right in front of us. Right. Which made it, hearing that made it even more traumatizing than experiencing that for the first time. And again, we grew up in the suburbs. Our whole lives. my parents try to protect us. Me as a parent try to protect our kids and we do the best we can. So I just struggled a lot after that experience. Like it hit me so hard. My dad was there. My husband was there. They didn't understand at all, like you said, yeah. what I was going through. My boys were kind of, you know, terrified because they saw mommy freaking out. And I was trying to be calm. But you, you prepare to be in a situation. You prepare what you would ever do if that situation arise. But you, your body and your mind reacts completely different. Right. And, and it did. It protected you guys. It did. It did. That fight or flight. Yes.
0: It kicked in. It did what it was supposed to do. But then it sits with you. Yes.
1: And even at that time, though, I f- was still not feeling like I did the right thing. Like, you have all this mom guilt and you have all of this, which is why I decided to go to therapy. This happened in June. Um, it, it was bad. Like, I didn't really, like I said, I struggled with anxiety and stress and all oh, depression a little bit here and there. But it hit me so hard once I realized what it was. I was, my kids, we didn't go anywhere. We didn't do anything. We didn't leave the house. I was scared. I was living in fear every single day. Right. I didn't talk about it. And I would learn my anxiety, which I learned after going to therapy, that the way I was dealing with my anxiety was anger. And I was like short with my kids. I was screaming at them for like the teeny tiniest things. And that's not how I raised my kids. It's not the parent I was. So I realized like it's literally affecting me and I need help. I need something. I told my husband, like, I need to figure out something this is not okay now did you recognize you were yelling at your kids or did your husband say hey I did good because I did it was I remember crying just like and I told my he would say stuff a little bit like relax and you know you don't say that to somebody when they're like in their modes like that's not a word you say but then I would cry like why am I why am I doing this why am I freaking out and then I realized one day like wow it's got to be from this and if I'm affected by this I know my oldest, he was a little scared um, still to this day, like going out at night kind of thing. Baseball, we still play in the dark, but he just reacts differently. So that's the main reason why I went. I knew I was having issues, but I was like, I need to find help. And I, a friend of mine, a friend of a friend was posting about it. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do the um, consultation. Yeah. Let me just do the consultation and see how it goes. And then immediately I was like, all right, you know, skeptical, like this isn't going to help me. This isn't going to do anything But I realized even after work, the main thing that happened, we went on a family vacation and vacations are supposed to be fun. Right. They're supposed to be a take a break because I was like, maybe that's what I need. I just need to get away from it. I was crazy that whole vacation, like my family's together, but I was like yelling and screaming and just not having fun. And that's when I, that was the tipping point for me. I'm like if a vacation, which is normally my happy place. There's something wrong with me. I need to get help.
0: And it wasn't out of anger. It was out of fear yeah. that you're reacting that way, out of, is that going to happen again? Subconsciously. Yes. Subconsciously, your body's like, okay, if it happens, we're doing this, it's going to happen again. And it usually does not happen no. again. That's our, that's your mind plan stories, you know, playing that old recording in your head. But I think it affected you differently, possibly because you're a mom. Yes. And your kids were with you. Yes. If your kids were not with you, would it still affect you? Oh, absolutely. Yes, 100%. But I think it affects you differently. Absolutely. Because now you just saw, oh my gosh, I could have lost my kids that day. Yes. Oh my gosh. What if one of them were struck? You play those You play those mind games or your mind plays those mind games mm-hmm. and it affects you differently. And that's the important thing. Your husband and your dad are like, eh,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I knew we were far enough away. You're yep. never far enough away
1: from right. that. But they knew they were protected. They knew where they went was a safe place. They didn't even want me to call the police at first. They just didn't want us to get involved. So they're like, just to protect us or whatever, like it's not a big deal. Like to them. I don't want to say it wasn't, they didn't think that. They just weren't like, we need We need to get help. We got to call 911. Let's yeah. figure it out. If we could save somebody's life, if we can figure it out, let's catch these guys. And you watch all these TV shows and try to remember everything. But I remember like the biggest thing was just trying to protect my kids. And that's, right. I think, where I did struggle Is because my whole job as a parent, I feel like that is your job. 100% is to protect your kids. Right. We're not superheroes. We can't protect them from everything. So I just started feeling like really insecure and bad mom and all these negative thoughts about myself because our brains play stupid games on us, right? Like, how dare I not? Now my kids are going to be scarred and they're going to be affected and they're going to be ruined because I wasn't able to protect them. And now they have to go through all this. And I carried it all on myself. Yep. I took all of that in. If only, if only, what if, what if? Yes. Yeah. And it just affected my mind game. I went into a depression for a little bit. um, But like I said, I finally made that consultation. I made that call. um, And I will throw it out there, life changing. Like I'm going to tear up just thinking about never in a million years would I ever think that going to therapy would be this literally night and day. I'm a completely different person now.
0: It's, isn't it crazy how it is? And you're like, well, you go in skeptical. 100%
1: 100% like, I was. This isn't is going to work. work. Yeah. yeah, please. And you also feel like nobody can help me. Yes.
0: And nobody. that's why you think it's not going to yes. work. Yeah. If I'm feeling this way, nobody can fix me because I can't fix myself. Yes. yes. But we're not always meant to fix ourselves. We are not.
1: Especially if we haven't
0: been given those tools to do 100%. it.
1: 100%. Yes. So we, if you're going through those things, or another thing I felt with... I'm not going through as hard of a time as somebody yeah. else. My problems aren't as bad as somebody else's. And I, we talked about first responders, and I think we mentioned this in a podcast once. Just like I did not have, I didn't exceed it every single day like other people do. So you feel like your problems aren't worthy of getting help for. Right. We tell ourselves that. No. I don't care what you have going on. You are worthy of getting the help and you deserve the help that you need. And it could literally change your entire life. Exactly.
0: And now you're able to help others by having that conversation, by seeing the effects of what therapy does. And our therapists have therapists, especially if they, they sit there with someone like me. They probably need two therapists.
1: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I think that after, but no, don't say yeah. that about yourself. This is a positive thing. You saw
0: me trying to set this up and start it. <laughs>
1: you did great. You didn't stress. I probably would have threw it around. I probably would have threw it across the room. So <laughs> yeah.
0: no, I actually didn't think about it for once.
1: Yeah, huh. that's good. That is See? good.
0: Yes. See, yes. the therapy works. Yes.
1: yes. Saves you money. Yes. Right. <laughs> and yes, so therapy, Um, I know we had talked about, there's so many different types of therapies and everybody deals with things differently. And um I'm trying to think there's four letters and I always say I'm gonna remember. E-M-D-R. Thank you. I'm, I'm glad you remember. EMDR. Um a friend of mine had used it and I was inspired by that. Like since I heard it, my therapist was like, Hey, have you ever heard of this? And I was like, actually I it helped a friend of mine. So I was vaguely, you know, familiar with it. But I'm like, I'm sure, I'm open minded, I'm ready. And I will throw it out there. Anything that you're dealing with, as long as you're you're the one okay and ready to heal and do better, it will be successful. Yes. If you're close-minded and not willing to do the work, like you and I have talked about before, it's likely not going to work. And maybe it doesn't necessarily mean day one, you're going to be the healed. It might take a couple of times for your walls to fall down a little bit and start being like, okay, I'm worthy of this. I want to change. I want things to happen in anything that you're dealing with, addiction or, you know, anything that you're going through where therapy can be, you know, therapeutic for you. So at first, the first day was just like getting to know you, tell the story. Why are you here? What's causing these things? Um, And then EMDR, as she mentioned, I don't know if you're familiar with it, but we'll have somebody, you know, come on professionally to talk about it. But basically, we changed my memory of that night. And we focused, it's basically turning a negative into a positive. So the process for me was literally taking a still shot of the shooting that night, pick something, and we literally, it took weeks, weeks and weeks of doing this hardcore therapy and changing that memory to focus not on the negative where the shooting and the bad stuff happened, but to focus, and I might tear up about this, but focus that I did everything in my power to protect my kids. My right. kids were fine. My yes. kids were fine. They were safe. They may have a bad memory here, but overall, I did what I was supposed to do as their parent in that moment. And that's what exactly. we focus on. Is like, yes, nothing around me I had control over. No. What I did have control over, I did. You did. Mm-hmm.
0: And that, that actually is a superhero, so you know. Thank you. You have that control To know whether you realize it or not, you you did exactly what you had to do to keep everybody safe. It took me months to get there, and kudos for saying we need to call nine one one. Yes, often I mean stitches, uh, snitches get stitches.
1: stitches. I'm not that. No, and we
0: can't be. But even as adults, I'm not. I'm not. You know, knocking anybody because everybody reacts differently. Because the fear of oh god, they have a gun. Yeah. Um, they just did this here, and if they find out who we are, if our names aren't redacted in that report, then guess what? Yep. They're going to find me. That That's a different kind of fear. Yeah. And I had that too. Yeah. 100%. Oh, yeah. So I
1: didn't like openly, I, I was anonymous and I was like, please don't use my name anywhere. I got kids, don't use my name anywhere. So it's been almost a year and I'm openly talking about it now um, because my mind's in a different mindset right. now. Right. And you,
0: you have to, mm-hmm. you have to reach out because it won't change. That'll happen somewhere else if 911 isn't called. Yes. And then if 911 wasn't called... And you guys left, and what about your day? Can you imagine the person working that morning the next day and seeing this? Right, right. Mm -hmm. But there were multiple people, like you said, about six families left? No, there were six people.
1: Six people. There was me and one other family. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so everybody left, but our kids went to the bathroom. That's why we were there.
0: Uh, It's interesting that they would do that with people. But they don't care.
1: I mean, (sighs) kids, kids. Yeah. You know, people don't think. They're reacting instead of... when I say (laughs) kids, that we did find out... 'cause I had to describe and all that stuff. And I was guessing early twenties, late teens, and that's exactly what they were. Yeah. Um, I have and I was obsessive. I will say that right after I was obsessive, which made it even crazier for me, nonstop, all day long, checking the news. Did they catch them? What happened? You know, looking yeah. at the families, cause both two families were ruined or four families. Whoever was involved was destroyed that night. And that's part something I'm still working on is I have such empathy and I take everybody's problems on. Yeah. And make them my own. So not only was I trying to protect my kids that I now I'm thinking, like, oh, somebody lost a kid. Now this kid, you know, make sure they find like all these people's lives. The committer lives room because they're gonna go to jail. And now right. their whole family is destroyed. And that's just the But that was a choice they made. Correct. But I took it on. Yeah. I took it on. I know. Mm-hmm. You
0: were that that vest for them. Like, hey, look at how proud I am. I'm yeah. I'm taking it up. We have to find somebody to come on. So any of our listeners that are really good about Cleansing out that empathy to, to not
1: soak in like mm-hmm. we're sponges. I, yes, I'm you an know? empathist or is that the right word for it? Empathetic, whatever. Am, uh, I am um, that person. Yeah. Empathetic. I'm Empathetic. getting Empathetic. better. I'm working yeah. on it. We're, we're trying. Boundaries. Yes.
0: I'm getting better. Yeah. It's, it's, we, we all have it. We're moms. We're gonna. Yes. But we have to have it in the right way. So we need that empathy cleansing. Yes. I don't even know if that's really a thing.
1: <laughs> yeah. Sage that empathy. <laughs> yes so um back to therapy i know you and i had talked about this too because i know when you were struggling and going through your stuff you did not involve your ch- children in the conversation right where me i had that conversation with my oldest my youngest we weren't sure he still talks about it the, to this day like mommy do you remember the shooting and but stuff. that's
0: beautiful because he's talking yes so he's not yes. holding it yep
1: yeah. And so we like try to re- change and just let him know it was fireworks. Like, yes, it was okay to be scared and all of those things, which again, I did not do this stuff originally because therapy helped me get to that point of like right. having the conversation about it. So, um, again, I kept out the whole, somebody did end up passing away from him cause he didn't need to be scarred any more than that. But we did have a conversation once mommy started going to, and I started, I started going to therapy and, it helped us all. It, my husband too. Cause he he didn't understand. He didn't no. understand where I was at, why I was freaking out, why my brain was working the way it was. So it was hard on a relationship. Cause he's like, I don't know how to help you. I don't know what you need. Um, I didn't even know what I needed. And we that's don't. a horrible
0: place for your partner. I yeah. Know. It's like, just leave me alone. Yeah, And you don't really mean leave me alone, but no. you mean leave me alone because yeah. I don't know. And now I'm taking in your feelings of, of
1: feeling yes.
0: like you can't help. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's a dirty cycle. Yes.
1: But I started going to therapy and it started being a family conversation. Um, I still go to this day, but after every therapy, I would sit down with my son and my husband and just say, hey, this is what I learned at therapy today. This is what I talked about in therapy today. And there's an alarm going off. <laughs> we have our phones off, but you know that's that remind me to pick up my kid. <laughs> eh, leave him yeah. on the road. We got help for that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so every day it turned into like a family therapy session. And I would say, hey, this is what I did today. This is what I was able to heal on. And it became like a whole family conversation. And my son would literally, after school, he would run upstairs and be like, mom, how was therapy today? What did you learn? Because he knew this is exact. That was the specific thing that I was working on. And, of course, we, you find, like you said, childhood stuff and yeah. all kinds of stuff come up and different things that we're processing and working on. But that was the main reason to get me there, to have the conversation. And my son and I talk about it still I, to this day.
0: I have to say thank you for that because what you're teaching him is a tool to talk about what went on that day and to ask somebody how it went mm-hmm. to help you open up. Yes. And if, they say, if you say good mm-hmm. or fine – He's going to learn that that's actually not the right answer. Yes, and he is going to have that gift of being able to get it out of you. Yes, that's huge.
1: Thank you. Yes, it is one of the things that I am proud of. Now I can say that because therapy's helped me like acknowledge and be proud of myself. Um, but yeah, that was how the conversation started in our life, and months and months went by, and I know we're in May now, and it's almost a full year now. And the flip side to going to therapy, never in a million years would I ever feel this proud of myself for doing that, not only for me, but for also my boys. Yes. And it was a full circle. And I know you you know about this, but um, after therapy, I decided to go to the place I would not, I would purposely avoid going. I wouldn't go anywhere near that park because it was a trigger. Yeah. Like, seeing the building itself, it was blue. I rem- just seeing it in the distance. I would have anxiety attacks. I wouldn't be able to go through. But then one day after therapy, I started feeling a little more confident. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go. I'm going to go just drive past it. Not going to the parking lot. I'm just going to drive past it. And I remember literally driving down the street. I didn't have it. I just started bawling because I was fine. Yeah. It was It was a cry of joy. Yes. And I called my husband right away. And I was like, I drove past it. He's like, Anna, He's like, why are you crying? I'm like, because I'm fine. I didn't have my anxiety attack. Just thinking about being there would give me an anxiety attack. And I was fine. It was so overwhelming, the feeling of just like, holy crap, this worked. Yeah.
0: And, and it might not work for everybody. Right. Absolutely. You know, there's different types of therapies. And as we go and yep. we talk with people, we're going to find that out. Yep. But the beauty of it, happy mm-hmm. is where you are now. Yes. And happy is a tool because took of me therapy. It almost a year yeah. to get here. That's a long time. Yes. Yes. You know, 365 days yes. <laughs>
1: yep. of worrying. But But getting better every day. Yes. Every week, I'll say, because it's a weekly thing that we've been doing. Um, And then in addition to that, we just recently, because my son plays baseball still, we we refused to play there because, you know, the trauma and all that stuff. Well, literally just a couple weeks ago, we drove past the park on our way to a different baseball field. And my son, all four of us were together again, the four of us that experienced it together. And I asked my son, like, hey, we're going to drive past it how would you feel about pulling in the parking lot? Cause I did that by myself once, right? I did it by myself and I cried and I prayed and I just sat there and prayed for the family and, you know, did the healing on my own prior, which was a huge step again. Just yeah, absolutely. The actual place where all of it happened, sat there and had my moment to myself, um, which was a goal of mine and I accomplished it after it took a long time, but I got it. So then just a couple of weeks ago, we literally drove by and I asked my son, Hey, how would you feel about going in there? You know, mommy took a long time to process. I went through this therapy and I'm at that place. I'm comfortable now but I want to see where you're at. And he was like, no, I'm not feeling it. Said, okay, great. We'll try again in a couple months. Year from now, whatever. As we start driving, I asked him again. We got closer and I said, hey, we're almost here. I'm going to ask you again. Do you feel comfortable going in? He's like, yeah, let's go. And I was like, okay. Like just so proud of him. And then we pull in and then he ex- um, saw his coach from last year actually. And he was like, hey, can I get out? And can we go watch the team play? And I was like, oh, yes. Like I couldn't believe it. It's like your heart oh, melts. Yes. Like, oh. Yes. And then we got out and I had a moment, of course, I was like sobbing in the car for all these emotions. And then he ran, first one out of the car, ran exactly where it was. And it was just, I wanted to share that because we as parents think we know what our kids are thinking and feeling. And yeah. I'm like, he's going to be scarred for life and he's never going to do this again. And I was so proud and just like, I, I didn't ruin them. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's how I felt about myself. Like, I ruined them by not protecting them. And I just cried, of course, because crying is my emotion. I share no matter what I'm feeling. And I just took a moment and I was like, they are okay. You're going to be okay. I'm going to be okay because my kids are okay. And it was just like, oh, I'm getting all the feels right now. Just talking about it. I'm listening to that.
0: Yeah. I'm listening to that. And I'm thinking, you know, I talked to my daughter Mm -hmm. and she's like, mom, whatever you think is really true. Isn't what is always happening. I'm like, well, uh, I think it is. Right. (laughs) But at the end of the day that, that proves it, you know, you play it out. That story. I assumed. Yep. You assumed that he's going to feel the same way you are, that it's never going to, he's never going to heal because you didn't have the tools at the time. Mm -hmm. But you,
1: but you healed, he healed, and kids are resilient. Yes. I was so, so proud of him. I kept saying that, like, I make sure I knew, like, I'm so proud of you, buddy. And it wasn't a big deal. He was like, okay, great. Just like, (laughs) you know, watch his buddies and whatever. Exactly. And I just like stood in the moment that I was working on and processing and literally just like, let it all release from me. And it yeah. was oh, so powerful. So that's what I want to say. Like I put the work in. That's what I will say my therapist said. Cause I used to think, I thanked her. I was crying. I'm like, I'm thank you so much for helping me. And she's like, Jillian, you did the work. I was just giving you tools to do it. And that's what you need to remember. Like yes, you have, you were doing the work. You have to put the work in just like in life. You have to put the work in, in, in order for it to be successful. Right?
0: Yeah. You Nobody can success. fix it for no. you. They mm-hmm.
1: can give you the tools. Yep. But they can't fix it for you. And you that's have to do it. What a therapist does is yeah. they give you the tools to help be a better version of yourself.
0: They're the handyman of the mind. Yes.
1: <laughs> and again, it worked. It took a while, mm-hmm. and EMDR worked for me. It may work for you when it comes to trauma or right. whoever. But there's all different tools that are available, and you just got to find the therapist that's right for you.
0: Right, and you may have to. Not all tools work for the same thing. Absolutely. So you may have to try a couple tools out. Sounds so. I know. Right. (laughs) Just put the tool belt on and
1: try. But just try. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. And I was skeptical like you were. I'm like, this isn't going to work. This is going to be stupid and pointless. And here I am. Literally, I say this to my friends and I encourage it so much. I never in a million years have been this happy. And that's what kind of triggered this podcast. Isn't it amazing? Yes. And I allow myself. I got tools. I got walls. And I have just, a, I'm, I feel like a completely different human being.
0: And this, we decided to do this based on a conversation we had at lunch. Yes. A brief conversation. Minutes. Yeah. So that's the important thing, seeing that change and that positive that comes out of very negative things. Yes. And, and even if it's not a negative thing, it just might be a bad day. Yeah. Process it, talk, and, and let it go.
1: Yes. And that's growth. I agree completely. Yeah. And everyone deserves to feel this way. i That's why we did this. That's why it's called what it is. Every human being deserves to be happy. Again, they all look different. And I'm just a staple right now. Never in a million years would I even think I would be half as happy as I am right now. And I'm proud of myself. Like, yeah. you feel and you learn in therapy, like, how dare you say these great things about yourself? We're trained growing up our whole lives. Like, it's cocky. It's arrogant. Don't be this. Don't be that. And we talk crap about ourselves. Yes. And we're so mean to ourselves. All the time. I was going
0: to say, that doesn't go away. No, it doesn't. We just have to stop that, yes. that inner bully sooner.
1: Yeah. And I'm not healed. And well, we're I mean, catching I still, it. Yeah. I, I still have my bad days and there's days that I Well, I don't think miserable. that's something
0: you're ever healed. No. It's a trick. You, you made the point that you had a, a trigger. Yes. And that's what it is. There are things in life. They may be repetitive. It may be a smell. It may be, you know, you had a bad day and you smelled spaghetti and that's it. You yep. can never eat spaghetti again. Right. You know, but... You That trigger is always there, but you recognize it and you stop what would happen otherwise. Yes.
1: And that's the important thing because triggers don't go away. No, they don't. And there will be days that I think about it or other situations that we'll address, you know, that's happened in my past and stuff like that, that trigger me in different ways. And you just learn the tools, like I said. And now I've allowed myself, because of therapy, to allow myself to have those days to sit on the couch. And I know, like we talked about you yeah. last, last episode, we talked about how you just let yourself lay in your bed and just watch TV because you don't feel it. And I allow myself. And we need to allow ourselves. If we don't fold the laundry, who cares? It'll be there the next day. Yeah. Who cares? Like we try so hard to be this perfect version of it. And I'm guilty. Hon- I still,
0: I'm Nobody working on it. Nobody is perfect. No. That's, and that's not the problem Mm-mm. at all. Because imperfect is one of the most beautiful yes. things you know, embrace that imperfect. Yes. But the idea that society or we Mm -hmm. as a whole of society, a bunch of people
1: get together and say, this is what perfect is. This is a mold. You need to look like this. You need to act like this. You need to make sure your kids are perfect and straight A students and all these things. Why? All these expectations. Yeah. We're all different.
0: We are all different. And I don't care what you look like on the outside. Yes. True beauty is from the inside. I will say that to the day I die. Mm hundred percent. And that's why looking in the mirror. Yep. And looking through, in your eyes, through your eyes. Yes.
1: Through that face that you see. That you see all the flaws and wish you could be this. That's why the whole significant of the mirror. Just to find happy.
0: I feel like that's kind of a, that's a trigger, really. Mm -hmm. You know, you wake, like there's a time I'm sitting here and looking to my text because I had Mm -hmm. a customer text me and somehow it was, I hit my camera and it was a selfie. Yes. I'm like, oh God, who's Every that time. It's yes. so gross. Mm-hmm. Please, I do I really look that way? But that's a trigger. Yeah. And I should be like,
1: Oh, yeah, there's me. There's me.
0: Yep. Oh well. It's a rough day today.
1: Yeah. It shows. Yeah. But I we want people to look in the mirror and just be like, oh, I just helped my customer buy a house. Yes. Or I helped my customer. Go to therapy. I help whatever, whatever it is. Your friend. I got my friend through that. Like to yeah. remember those amazing things that we have to offer this world. Because we do right now. Even if you're struggling. Like even at that time, I might not have thought it at the time before therapy that I was able to help people. But I did. I, my, my whole life, I feel like my whole purpose in life is to help other people. Right. That's just one thing. So I did focus on that as opposed to helping myself. And I felt like a hypocrite. <laughs> well, and I was actually, I'm glad you said that. Mm-hmm. We all do that. Yeah.
0: But I think the important thing is it's really easy to help people we are not attached to. Yep. Friends, yep. you know, it, it could be a stranger. It's so much easier. It's extremely difficult to help yourself and especially help people in your four walls. Yes. Because you're already judging yourself. Yes. Now you feel them judging, yes. but you could walk out that door and be like, and let me save your life. Yeah. Easily. And not even think, yeah. and not that you're not trying to in, at home, no. but that's, that's that.
1: The judgy thing. Yeah. That you said, cause we're so mean to ourselves. Yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. And then you get angry with yourself and then you get angry at them yes. because you're angry at yourself, which has nothing to do with them. Of course not. And at the end of the day, give yourself that grace.
1: Yes. Yeah. And I have been, I've had more confidence now than I've had, gosh, Probably my whole life because I'm working out those kinks and those insecurities I've had my own way or my my whole life weight issues have been a problem. So we're working on that. And there's just all these little things that we'll address and different podcasts like right all the things that we think about ourselves negatively. We're trying to find ways for you to cope and get professionals in here and people have gone through this different situations so that, you know, and so the first few episodes like we're doing now is if you've dealt with anything like Christy has with the suicide. If you've dealt with me with your kids experiencing a shooting or something traumatizing involving your children.
0: And, and domestic violence. Yeah. It, it doesn't matter if it's physical, if it's mental, that happens. Yep. And you're not alone. Yes. There are so many things that happen in life and you're not alone. And
1: you feel like it. Yeah.
0: You're the oddball out.
1: Yeah. 100%. We just yeah. want to let you know if you're struggling. It's hard. We know it's hard it is very hard to go through those emotions and those feelings that you're thinking in your head and feeling like a loser and feeling like a failure and feeling all these terrible things that other people make you feel. Because again, society makes you feel like you need to be this perfect person all the time. So we need no to, flaws.
0: We need to come up with something, some like word, like saying mm-hmm. that that's like, okay, the trigger... Here's the same. Yeah. Yeah. The trigger laugh out loud. Right. Or oops. Yeah, what something that makes you laugh. Okay. Cuz we talked about yeah. like songs like yes, I keep thinking so we're going to put on our Facebook page. I want to start a list of people's feel-better songs. Yes. Get in the groove, get whatever mind mood changing
1: songs. We need
0: to put that together. Yes.
1: And I'm a very put together so when people do find out like some of those songs for me cuz I'm like very poppy country rap give me the old school 90s yes. rap I'm like yes like the ying yang twins um Warren G Regulator Snoop Dogg like my son's listening to it now which is cool because I'm the cool mom I know these songs he's listening yeah. to but he's like mom I'm like you don't know and I start rapping and he's like whoa I'm like that's my feel good those are my feel good songs yeah. like just oh, the angry music too I'll listen to just anything I that gets too. me dancing yes. just get me to dance and move my body yep because you move your body it change
0: your changes your mindset yes. it rubs up your insides. You're like, oh yeah, I can get through the day.
1: Yes. It's kind of like coffee. Yeah, exactly. But it's healthier, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. And I will say that that's a tool that I use and I learned, I went to like, um, some, some show and, um, the girl literally in the middle of like all these hard things we talked about, she's like, all right, let's take a dance break. Stop. We're going to literally dance. How long was the song? Two, three minutes and we're just going to get up, jump out of our seats and dance. And I remember moved? that. Yes. I was there. We're, yes. Yeah. I was there oh, with we my there friend. Together. Yeah. We were, yes. And how, how different did you, move? I was like, I I'm felt not g- doing this.
0: I'm like, I don't care what people say. And see. then I
1: jumped up and I was like, it changed my life because I was open-minded to it. If first yes. I was like, I'm not getting out of my seat. All these people are going to look at me. You and- know what
0: I thought? I'm like, there's not enough room to dance right here. Right. How am I supposed to move around?
1: But it w- did it not change? Oh, it completely? absolutely
0: did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it absolutely did. And then
1: just like randomly, she would be like, all right. And the music would start blasting and we're like dancing and I laughing and smiling. So yeah. that's a tool you can use. Have a song. It's ready like to go. Uh, musical chairs. Yeah. That's what it felt like. Yes. Yes.
0: You're but
1: I'm going to do it instantly. So yeah. that is something I do use. And I know if somebody I we talked about helping other people sometimes in the work when I'm in the office or around people and I know that I literally will play that song the specific can you think of what it was off the top of my head but it was like a rap hip-hop she had us pick it out get low maybe yeah I can't remember the window yeah to the wall I think I was just like (laughs) that song
0: so I'm dancing for those that we're not recording this yet we will be recording YouTube YouTube eventually
1: yep yeah, but yes. This would be a good YouTube one. It's I know us dancing like crazy. We're just right gonna now. have to
0: put it in there like
1: and jump jump. Yep. Yes. Jump. Jump.
0: Jump. So if you're
1: listening, take a second, find that song that works for you. Have it ready on your phone. Yep. And or if you want it, you know, brighten somebody else's day, literally. I remember doing that and I would be like, Stop. I know you're having stop. And we there'd be the five of us. And we even made I would grab people's arms and just like start moving them. They would laugh. They're like thinking they look crazy. And they're like, Wow, that helped. I feel better. Yeah. Yeah. Mel
0: Robbins has a book. Okay. It's older. Um, it's uh, five second. Oh gosh. I'm totally messing it up. I'm sorry, Mel. When you, when you listen <laughs> to us, give me a call, <laughs> but basically. We'll have you on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Join us. Yes,
1: please. You're invited. We, this is your initial invitation. That's right. <laughs>
0: that's right. Um, but basically a five seconds, it's a countdown. Five, four, three, two, mm-hmm. one, go, go do it. Yep. And that's, I did that really well for a while Mm -hmm. and then I've gotten completely out of that habit and now it's five, four, three, two, one. Oh, look, I'm going to hit my snooze button three more
1: times,
0: (laughs) but it's the same concept as we're talking. I think it really is the same concept. It's five, four, three, two, one is to motivate you to get up and do what you need to do. Mm -hmm. This same thing. You got to change your mood. Five, four, three, two, one, bam. Like,
1: or if you know somebody's having a bad day, it could be what you trigger to help somebody else have a bad day because you know that it works for you or at least to try them. Yeah. Because that's how I am. I'm a, I'm, I am ai don't want to say a people pleaser, which is something I'm working on, but just like I like to help other people. Hence why we're doing this podcast, right. to find ways for people to feel better about themselves. And they can. Yes. Five, four. <gasps> <laughs> we did not plan that. No, no, not at all. <laughs> it was
0: really well. Yes. I can't plan anything. I'm not good at rehearsing anything. No. I can't read from notes.
1: I'm a very spontaneous, too. Yeah. I can't, I have, our life's too busy.
0: If you tell me to read it, I'm going to be like, I am Christy.
1: <laughs> uh, we're, wing, we're both winging it. That's yeah. What, that's that's what I say all the time. Ish. Everything's ish, ish. too. Like, yep. give me a time. I'll be there at 530-ish. <laughs> we're but, winging it. Yeah.
0: But if I'm late, mm-hmm. I'm going to have an anxiety attack. Right. So I'll, I'll actually be there 10 minutes early. And, I'm, oh. and I'll sit in the parking lot
1: i like it you're the early i use certain things i will make sure that were yeah. on time i was on time here today to you were to you. i
0: know and i wasn't <laughs> even fully happens. ready because i got home a little bit later yep. than i anticipated
1: but you just gotta flow, flow with it but yeah
0: normally then getting everything set up i would have been like "mf in it
1: yep and i didn't
0: that's huge
1: yes yeah. see yeah see and she's pointing out some great things like the good things that she offers i like that christy yeah.
0: I'm Support no longer that Karen all the time.
1: Right, just <laughs> once your in a kid while. Said, right, yeah,
0: <laughs> just once in a while.
1: Yes, but yes. So therapy. Yep, lots of different ways and EMDR work for me specifically. But we may be changing things when we start going through more trauma and different things. And changing exactly, things
0: out. you you try a different style. Yep, that tool's been used. Yep, got to be retired and you move on to something else. And my
1: therapist may run out of her tools to help me with specific things. And as we find new things to work on, she may be like, okay, well, here's my colleague. This person specializes right. in. Whatever it is, because
0: relationships, I think that's a good point, actually. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you said that because relationships, they change over time. Yes. and even even with your family that lives with you, they see you change each time. But your relationship with your therapist will change. Yes, And then that just means that you just find a different therapist, and it's not any offense one when, when they're getting paid, right. <laughs> so,
1: They're an expert doing their job. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: (laughs) They're doing their job so you can break up with them and they're just going to find somebody else to pay them.
1: Yep.
0: (laughs) (laughs) However, it is also difficult because you feel bad. Like, well, they're not helping me anymore. Yeah. But it, they're not meant to help you your entire life, and that's the the key to why there's therapists.
1: Yes, it's an,
0: it's an exercise. You move multiple, on to the next one. The places that
1: you go to, too. Absolutely, there's multiple ones in there that specialize in completely different ones. And I know we're gonna have a couple of them on guesting with us or yeah. being our guest along the way that specialize. I like that guesting. guesting. Yes, I'm making up all kinds. I of like words that. Today. Gosh, guesting. why
0: wasn't I playing <laughs> upwards right now? I gotta guesting. remember. You know
1: if that's a real word.
0: I don't know, but I'd use it.
1: Guesting. Okay, I, I would like play it. it like it was. <laughs> like I just did right it's
0: allowing Guessing. you to come and be my guest
1: yes. guesting <laughs> added to the the library right that's Webster, right Webster call them up yep yes Wikipedia yeah, yeah. so yes there's <laughs> lots of therapists out there that will do different things and I think if you find a good therapist I think they'll know I haven't got that far yet because I've only been in it a little under a year but I'm assuming that at some point she's gonna be like okay that's the extent of what I'm able to help you with you know that kind of a thing good
0: therapist okay. will tell you yeah
1: yeah, not just take advantage of you. And, help
0: you. and a healed or person healing will be able to say, I don't think you're you're no longer a fit for me. Correct. You know, and, and you got to give them, I think, three or four times. Mm-hmm. Because like you said in the beginning, it is kind of a get to know you. Yep. Where you're going in there like, well, you did nothing for me today. Why am I even here? Yeah, Don't have that mindset because that is, you're already in defense mode. That's why you're thinking but that. But
1: if you're feeling that after many sessions, I've, I've talked to multiple people, right. like, I feel like I'm not getting out of this. And then I would ask questions to them, like, this is what I'm doing. We're actually processing and doing this. And she's like, wow, I think that's what I need instead. Because mm-hmm. again, it's not like her the therapist she was going to was bad, just wasn't the right fit for her. Exactly. Because exactly. we all heal in completely different ways. Which is
0: why we'll have so many pe- different yes. therapists. And and it won't all be a therapist. It won't right. all be about this. So we're going to have
1: fitness. We're going to have yes. like a fitness person talking yes. about that, if that's one of
0: the struggles you have. And we can have... How many are you talking about kids and the yes. craziness of Guaranteed, raising kids? Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yes. So yes, it, we do want to throw that out there. If you have a story or if you know somebody that could be good, that can inspire us in any way, it does not have to be with mental health or like therapy. If you think you have a story that can help inspire somebody else, we would love to have you on. Absolutely. So on our Facebook page, yes, we uh, you can
0: message us on there. I do need to get the form on there still. Yes. I'm a little...
1: We're a little slow, slow. to this because we both work full time, but yeah. we're doing this because we want to.
0: Yes, yes. So bear with us. Yes. I'm not that technical. We do have an
1: Instagram, but I will say the best way of communicating with us is probably Facebook. Yes. We're older, so I think Instagram is well, a little younger. Not for us. only that,
0: since <laughs> Jillian has my phone number, but she's blocked me from sending her things. <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah. Yep.
0: Just kidding. We just can't send, we can talk on the phone. We just can't send texts. And
1: we have no idea why.
0: I get hers. She doesn't get mine. So we talk
1: through Facebook. Yeah. So we would be happy to talk to you through Facebook. So we respond. And if you need help and if you have a situation, I'd be more than happy to send you recommendations on I've learned or find the help for you if you're not comfortable reaching out or don't know where to start because it's hard. Like I said, I made that initial consultation, wasn't even sure what it would happen, but I was like, I'm going to call and let them call me. And they did. Yes. And so that was the first step. So again, we, if you don't know who to call, call text us. Right, we'll be and we'll start building, building that up.
0: list yes. as we do this. So we've I've got
1: a plethora yeah. of
0: of resources. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we'll start building it as we're going yep. because we want to make sure they're the right resources that our listeners are looking for.
1: Absolutely. We have a website that we're still working on. It's under construction, but we'll yep. be posting it on there too. We'll maybe have a little tab saying if you're looking for a grief counselor or if you're yep. looking for domestic view, this is the types of stuff that we can, if you're help, any guests that we have on, we'll kind of absolutely let you know if you're looking for one. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Well, thank you for giving us your story today.
1: Yes, I know. I'm happy to be smiling about it I know, it now. I yes, know. It's still a work in progress, but
0: healed. I'm not even, it was just a couple months ago and yes. you were telling me your story and, and just in that couple months, you're glowing today. Yes. And that's huge.
1: It's possible. Yes. It is possible. It's hard work and it's emotional. But it is possible. It's worth, it's worth it. You're yes. worth it to go be happy version of yourself. Yes,
0: so the first thing you need to do is Share our podcast, download it, hit repeat all you want. Please. And don't forget look in the mirror, look at yourself in the eyes, and realize that happy and smile. Even if you don't feel like smiling, smile because that happy is the new pretty. And we look forward to hearing from you. And we look forward to you listening to us on our next podcast that will be on Monday.
1: Yes. Have a great day. Yes.
0: Smile. And 54321, dance. Yes.